Hey, everybody. How's it going? It is the Fancy Rugby Yanks. My name is Jared Dyke. I'm Ben Glaser. We are back. back uh, rugby just on the horizon for us, so not, not too far off, but um, we figured we'd get this in with – we got more than enough material to freaking dive into at the very least at this point, right? Yeah, so let's at least uh, talk about what we know so far so that we don't have a two-hour show when it comes back. Yeah, no, I know, because if we started talking about this when it became like – June first or whatever, whatever the kickoff of the New Zealand yeah. tournament is, uh, yeah, we would be we'd be on here forever. Um, first and foremost, as as is tradition, these things up here. Um, obviously, you want to make sure that you're checking us out on all your favorite podcast apps, and also don't forget about our friends, the Rugby Mag and Fancy Rugby Geek, when things kick back off this fall, because I doubt that we're going to see a whole lot of news out of them unfortunately for the summer at the very least no and i'm not sure if we're going to get a are, are we i don't know if we're going to get um a, a new zealand league uh fancy yeah i saw frd, I saw I FRD gonna... try they said they were going to try but i am not putting my eggs in that basket way no because because who knows what's i mean they're going to do that there's going to be a and i i hear there's something happening with australia yes there is so, so it's going to be maybe they could play each other still and kind of limit it that way, but I, I don't know. Yeah. We'll and see. so you don't want to get, you know, I know I realize how much work it is to set up a, you know, a fantasy. Rugby Something like that. So yeah. I'm sure, I'm sure it's, uh, I'm sure they want to try, but at the same time, they're probably also very realistic in what the possibilities are. Right. Especially yeah. because I can't imagine, you know, the, there's a financial cost to doing that too. And mm-hmm. so yeah, I don't, they don't think it's worth how much it. That's and, worth it. Yeah. I can't say I blame him, um, but we will be starting a uh, fantasy champions league next year. Our, our buddy Duncan Keen has joined us after um, answering a question correctly on who was our ten in our um, in our all all oh. all time fifteens. Yeah, uh, and speaking of which, uh, I do want to go back and kind of have a look see at that. Um, well, just those of those that didn't know <laughs> and maybe wondered, I wonder whose was whose. Um, so our loose, uh, we're, we'll give it a quick rundown. Um, we had the beast at loose head. That was yours. Yep, that was your guy. Ben had one more player than I did. Yeah, so we were pretty much dead dead down the middle. It was I mean with fifteen guys, it was pretty much going to be a mm-hmm. tough. <laughs> it was going to it, it was going to be hard to split unless we had three exactly the same. Which uh, I was surprised we had two. So right, um, Gus Creevy at hooker. That was yours as well. And then um, I had. Martin Castrio Giovanni, the Italian. We have two. We have two Italians in this team. This is pretty crazy. Something's wrong with this. <laughs> I mean, they're two really good Italians. Um, that's our true. Castro Giovanni is our tight head. Um, our four is Leone Nakarawa from Fiji. Uh, that was my guy. Alan Wynn Jones, of course. I mean, I don't, who, who did I put him against? Somebody that wasn't gonna even. No, it was. Well, never I don't remember good. who it was, but yeah. it was like this isn't gonna go well, is it? <laughs> um, Alan went at five. Um, oh, I think I put Manoa. That's who it was. Okay. Big, yeah, it was. Big Sam. Yep. Uh, that sounds right. Um, so, yeah, Alan went at five. Henry Tulane at six. Um, that was mine. Uh, Richie McCaw was mine as well. Uh, the second mm-hmm. you tried that, I was like, mm, uh-oh. <laughs> <There> <laughs> goes that. Um, uh, Sergio Prize is at eight. That was, I mean, that was a no-brainer. And I love Jamie Heaslip. He's a personal favorite of mine, but I, mm-hmm. I knew that. That was he, a personal thing, yeah. I knew he didn't have a prayer against Sergio. I was like, yeah, everybody loves Sergio, so that's not going to happen. Uh, George Gregan was at, was the nine that, that we ended up with. That was your guy. I had Pichot. Um, right. That was a pretty close one, actually, if I remember right. 
and that was pretty much what determined it because the other the other matchups were just going to be way too easy to figure out. Right. Uh, Wilkinson, we both agreed on that at ten. Um, I had Matt Gitto at twelve. You had Brian O'Driscoll at thirteen. Um, I had Shane Williams at fourteen, <laughs> and you had Jonah Lomu at um, eleven. And Stuart Hogg, we both agreed on, was our fullback. Yeah, that was um, that was a, that yeah. was a, a kind of easy, easy to put your your Scotland. At, at, you know, with with Stuart Hogg, there. yeah, you can fill, yeah. fulfill your requirement there and be like, you know what, I'll I'll put him at fifteen and not not think about it again. And yeah, because you don't want to do somebody that actually doesn't belong at fifteen and be like, hmm, this feels stupid. Right. I'm not doing that. And I actually had um, Gareth Thomas for a hot minute, and then I was like, oh shit, who the hell do I put at wing? I was like, mm-hmm. never mind, I'm gonna yeah. pick my white Welshman to Shane Williams and go there. So we had two All Blacks, we had two Italians, and we had two Welshmen in the in the squad. And I really, we probably would have had... And two Australians. Oh, yeah, and two Australians, that's true. And we probably would have had two Englishmen had we both picked an Englishman that was yeah, not probably. Johnny Wilkinson. But when we, when we both picked different All Blacks that wasn't named Dan Carter, that was right. kind of <laughs> And that's why, that's why Duncan figured out who our 10 was. He's like, well, judging by the fact that one of you has already picked an All Black and you, and you both need the to same, get, have the same yeah. thing, I'm going to go ahead and say Johnny Wilkinson. Duh. <laughs> and, Smart and, lad. Yeah, not too not too difficult on that one. Um, so yeah, and thank you to everybody that participated, especially to our friends Carrick, Sam, George. You guys are you guys are awesome for helping us uh, get the boats on that one. That was a that was a lot of fun. Um, so a little uh, a wee bit of player movement since we last talked. Um, yeah, a little bit. So did we had the was the Malins and Earls thing final by the time last time we did this? Uh, I don't think so might have been. Yeah, That's no, it. we talked about that because yeah, yeah we, we we had talked about the. Um, the, the other premiership teams being a little hesitant to to bring right. in Saris on on a you know one year deal yes um and and bring them inside <laughs> bring them inside Ooh. right and show them you know it's like come on guys it's yeah. it's rugby so that that of course has happened um Chris Cook's also now joining the Bears as well yes. on his way out I mean Reese Dave <laughs> Reese Weber sorry Reese Webb sorry um was kind of one of those things like oh. I guess I'm not needed here anymore. See ya. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and and you know, we got Freddie Burns departing immediately. We got oh a lot my of goodness! Things happening, a lot of wheels turning in Baffin. Right as things are coming out that you know, salaries weren't the only ones breaking the salary cap. Uh, there are a few. There are a few issues here and there. Um, yeah, Bath losing. You know, I, you know, I'm looking right now at the the transfers in and out, and Bath mm-hmm. have brought nobody in. Mm-hmm. They've lost Reese Webb, Reese Davies, Freddie Cook, Francois Lowe's. Well, he's retiring, so whatever. Freddie um, Burns, and Chris, Chris Cook, yeah, and and Chris Cook, yeah, yep. So it's like you're losing all these starters and and you know fairly well paid players, might I right. say? Um, yeah, and they're they're moving on to uh, you know other pastures in, in some mm-hmm. cases, leave, you know, most cases leaving the country. So yeah, um, well, returning home for one and going to Japan for the other, which is odd. Yeah, I found that very, very odd that Freddie Burns decided he's going to Japan. Like, there were a couple of clubs that wanted him, but I, I guess he I, just... I think he'd do well in, in like, France, but... Um... Yeah, I think that would have been a tempting offer as well. Um, yeah, so we have that. Um, we knew about Johnny Gray coming into Exeter. Shocker. Um, mm. But they're, they're, lo- they're losing a few guys. Um, Kvastic on his way to Worcester. Yeah. Worcester are building themselves a nice little forward pack. Not I think, too bad. I think, uh, with that, with with Kvesic and then with uh, Joe Batley as well. Mm, that'll be nice. Um, Jack Singleton will uh, depart the Saracens for a year and join Gloucester. I think we talked about that a little bit already. And then mm-hmm. Johnny May is joining him as well. 
Um, they're going to be scary. Yeah, that's going to be a great team. Resamet and him, you know, and then God mix in all the other freaking youngsters. Ollie Thorley, mm-hmm. you know, they Gloucester have a nice thing. Although Johan Ackerman out at Gloucester, very yeah, very odd. You know, um, it's odd in some ways, but in others, it's not. Um, I, 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 he wasn't he. That's a highly talented team he's got there, mm-hmm. and they're just not performing the way a team that's like has that level of talent from mm-hmm. one to fifteen and beyond. It, it's it's ridiculous talent, and they're not getting the most out of the players. Mm-hmm. And I saw a rumor that it wasn't like the reason, but that that the players were also kind of you know they had a hand in this. So the, he there was something that. There was a personality clash. He wasn't getting the most out of them. And maybe that's for the best. Um, it could oh, be for the worst, but at some point you got to, you know, look at the results and listen to the locker room at times mm-hmm. uh, for decisions like that. Right. Yeah. Um, that, that's a team that should be in the finals, you know, one of these years. Yeah. Um, very, they should be getting soon. out of the champions cup. Um, Groups at some point. Here yeah. Too, yeah. And they're not. And yeah. Humphrey Humphreys will, um, We'll figure that out. I have no doubt about that. He, he yeah, was I mean, he was a, he was a special player when he was when he was playing. So I'm sure he's got a decent enough mind to figure this out. Good. Um. Yeah. And then so Quinn's Andre Esterhazy. We already knew that was happening. That's going to be a there because <laughs> I, I rewatched um the Quinn's Exeter match and of course Paulo CK just had a day that that day was he scored a try he helped set up another um. So between him and Esther Hayes in the midfield for Quinns, that's not a midfield I'm about to run headlong into by any means no. whatsoever. <laughs> nope. Uh, and obviously Kyle Sinclair's on his way out, but um, still, still a solid team at Quinns. Um, he's definitely building something over there at uh, the mm-hmm. Stoop. Uh, yeah, I like, I like what they have going for them. Same. Um, Marcus Smith, how can you not? How can you yeah. not? That, right. kid is, that kid's amazing. That's just someone you can build around for the next – fucking 15 years god yeah um so and then i mean the the team that you and i are pegging for next year to at least fight if not possibly go down for relegation um, i'm not sure it's gonna Tigers. be much of a fight yeah and i mean newcastle might have something to say about that we'll see what worcester actually is i don't know ryan mills leaving is not really fun for me to mm-hmm. look at but uh yeah this they're definitely going to be in the contention um they're bringing in kyle brink they're bringing in nadolo uh but really for me that's that's it that's all they're bringing in. Mm-hmm. You know, that, 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 that's, and Nadal's not young. No. I like Kyle I mean, Brink. They, they and I don't seem, think he's otherworldly, though. This seems very much like a team that – so this, this really does remind me a lot of uh, the Indianapolis Colts when they sucked for luck. Um, <laughs> there you that go. They're yeah. like, you know what? We're going to get some players in to make it – you know, we're going we're gonna to fight. You know, we're going give to give it the old college try. Uh, the old college try. But – Damn, I mean, you look at the players, like players just outright released, not even that they're, um, you know, transferring out or that it's mm-hmm. kind of their decision, you know. Uh, or some have signed contracts elsewhere without, um, they'll just be done, done at yeah. the end of this year. Right. That's, that's a little different, but yeah. It, is a little, it still is, but it's not, you know, it, it's a little, you know, to see this many players uh, to go without bringing anybody else in mm. um, kind of tells me that they're going to be playing a lot of, uh, a lot of their kind of you know youngsters academies. Yep, yeah. Try and bring them along. I suppose we'll see. How, we'll see how that pays off. Um, 
Northampton are obviously losing, um, <laughs> I think, a lot of people's favorite player in this league, Kovis Reinach. Mm, yeah. Uh, on his way to France. I thought you were going to say Ben Franks, but yeah. <laughs> he's, he's calling it a day. He's going, yeah. to coach, he's going to coach somewhere in Wales or France, I see. Something uh, like that. Hey. Yeah. He's, so he's, he's going right into coaching. I'm sure. Um, Sam Hill leaving his brother Johnny for uh, go, from Exeter going to sale. Uh, Rob Weber's t- calling it time, although, you know. I think they could use him a little bit longer in there as long as Ryan Merva doesn't know how to throw a lineup. <laughs> mm, yeah, they're going to need another hooker somewhere in there. They will. Um, but uh, loss signing Ryan Mills, that was that was a pretty uh, pretty good move on their part from 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 my end. Um, if they can hold if they can hold themselves off from being tempted by signing more overseas players, mm-hmm. then they actually might write the ship after a couple of meh years. Yeah, I think, and I think we can all agree they were pretty meh. Right, so. they need they do need to turn it around, and they 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 had some good some good and some bad this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, agreed. Um, unfortunately, our our boy Joe T on his way out of Worcester, but going to Leon, which is not bad by any means. Not bad work <laughs> if you can get it. No, and he's he's. I mean, Leon's not a bad club to end up on. So um, uh, I'm I'm happy for him personally as a as an American fan. So um, good on him. So it's it'll be interesting how that how that goes about, and then you know there's obviously other rumors that are getting swirled around about. Um, we know that there's some big big names coming in from uh, the Southern Hemisphere to other teams that aren't the Premiership, but we just we're just running through this one for now. Um, Snayman brings is the one that comes to mind right now. Yeah, a lot of those guys who are over in. Uh... In Japan, yeah, and they come back or come was, over. Well, uh, speaking of Whitelock, didn't even end up playing in Japan this year, so he's probably going to play for the Crusaders in this Damn. competition. Oh man, <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't seem fair considering how good they were looking for the most part, right? <laughs> um, yeah, that's not fair. I don't like that. <laughs> Can I get a do-over? <laughs> yeah. Um, let's talk about something that um, you and I probably are both on different sides of the coin on and it's fine to have different opinions, but it's also good to hear both sides. It is. Um, MLR draft. And I, you know, I'm on the, this is, this is not something that's actually worth the time side. And I don't think it's going to be a good thing. And you see more positive than I do. So I'll, I do. I'll, I'll let, I'll let you leave with the good and I'll be the, I'll be Johnny rain cloud afterwards. Right. So I think this is a good way to bridge the, the, um, the nature of rugby as it is, the, the, the kind of diasporal nature of it, where everybody's all over the place. Um, so, you know, we have the MLR, and that's great. They're still going to take some time to, to set up an academy system. It, the, 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 so we're in a culture in the U.S. that doesn't exactly, doesn't at all operate the same way uh, for sports that it, it does uh, overseas. So, um, there aren't real, there are some sports academies, but mostly that's for Olympic type sports, not for professional sports. And, you know, football has it set up one way and a lot of sports have it set up that way, but it's, you know, quote unquote, private organizations or some private schools that ended up, end up running kind of sports factories. Um, but we don't really have any of that set up for rugby yet. There are certain hotspots for rugby. Um, and some quality uh, uh, college sides, but many of those colleges are away from, you know, MLR teams. Like Arkansas State, I think is, or Arkansas is a, a pretty damn good rugby program. Arkansas State. 
Right. There's there's no real rugby there. Shout out to Stu. Um, Arizona, yeah. Um, Arizona, great program. Not much rugby. You know, there's no professional rugby team in the re, you know, reasonable area. So there may be players who aren't like stars that still deserve a shot. You know, there, there's going to be the people that, that, that the clubs all know about, you know, the guys, the, the big names um, that'll end up signing. But I think this is good for the leftovers who maybe didn't get seen, but, but you can bring in and give them a shot. Um, and it, it's kind of like on a, a trial basis and maybe they're good and maybe they're not, but at least it gives them the opportunity and, and puts them in, in a pool and, and can have some of these clubs say, Hey, you know, like uh, um, uh, Free Jacks could draft somebody in and say, okay, well, look, we want to keep you in the area and have you in our list of, of, of players. We're going to farm you out to one of the clubs and um, we'll, we'll have you develop, just not as a professional just yet. Um, but we want to get you there. So it's ways of getting people in the systems and building those academy-like systems um, that we can do in America that, you know, keeps more players involved in rugby beyond college. Yeah. I, and none of that's wrong, but there's a couple things that um, for me, and this is as a person that's also um, football fan, soccer fan, this is the method that MLS has tried for years. And it's, and correct me if I'm wrong, but we were in Russia for the last world cup. And it's, and it, and that's, that's a, that's completely a fruition of this system failing. And because we don't have, and, and I go back to, you know what, and there's a, there's a couple ways I can spout off here. I'm going to try not to spout off. Um, I go back to our youth programs in either sport. When was the last time we made a world championship in rugby and even came close to an impact at, at underage at, at U20? I remember, and it was a while ago. So back when I was, <laughs> like, yeah, maybe right. 12, so, 13 years ago, we, we had a, a reasonable U20 program. Right, and and the sports jumped about twelve years. Really, in in its own time, it's probably jumped twenty four years mm-hmm. in a way. So we need to start figuring out how to get these these youngsters playing at sixteen, seventeen in systems, not twenty two, twenty three. Right. So, and you know, and as far as the players go that are coming into the strap or they're coming out of the strap, um, number one. I can't name 10 schools that produce a col- uh, a professional ready player off the top of my head. And that's what you, that's what you're expecting. And if you're not, you're tying these kids to a team that they did not choose. And you're tying them to, if you're going to fire them up to clubs, mm-hmm. these aren't, this is not a place they chose to go, you know, and if you can, if you let them sign for an Academy, they at least have a choice and be like, okay, this is where I want to go. And you can move within academies. It, it, it is this thing. You can move within academies. Deals are, deals are very small and, and almost nobody gives a rat's ass. So it's, very, it's much easier to move a player from one academy to another if they're ready for a switch. Um, it's just, and it just really takes away a lot of players' rights. And, I, and, I, and seeing what I've seen in other sports and the major issues that are popping up with players' rights, I don't have – a good feeling about that. And I also just, well, the other thing, so my, my thing with that is a lot of these players won't have much choice anyway. It's not as though if they, if they were, because because it's such a bird, it's a, it's a, a a sport that's, that's growing now. These are, are players who a club just wouldn't bother. Otherwise wouldn't have bothered if this draft is not in in place 
they likely wouldn't have access to to this. They would be kind of on their own to find a club and hope that it's a club that can train them to be good enough to play at that at the professional level and then work their way into another tryout. So this these are players who are saying, I want, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not good enough to be signed out of college, but I think I, you know, but this is the but path, that's exactly what a draft I want is. To you want to be signed right out of college. That's exactly what a draft is. But you expect the, to be this signed out of college. Everybody. As a, this is, as, this a, is, as a round one pick, you expected that you're expecting value out of that. You're not expecting some guy that you need to work on for three years, and then he's 25. But this isn't this isn't the NFL draft, though. This isn't like they're they're not signing millions of dollars of deals. This is them saying, okay, we're going to bring you in and, and bring you into the system. Otherwise, you know, we wouldn't have signed you anyway. Or you know, in the other, if, if if the draft wasn't there, these are for the leftovers. This isn't for like every college. This is not like the NFL. That's it's not the way they're touting it, though. That's not the way they're touting it. Of course it's not the way they're touting it. They want, so, it cause they want it to be a draft. They want it to be interesting. They're not going to tell you that like, oh yeah, this is like the bottom 400 players that, you know, we've already signed yeah. however many. I, I, I'm, I'm already not okay with this, with the falsehood and stuff like that. I just, no, this is, this is a, this is a move by MLR to try and grab headlines because they lost their season. It's not a good one. I think I don't, it's a fine one though. I, 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 and, it, and if it works, it works. I, it won't work. I can tell you, uh, and if if it if it work if it works, I'll give you a hundred bucks right now, and we have it on record. Record, it's not going to work. Listen, you can't. And this is as far as a development for the national team. This is not. This is going to be awful because you're talking about taking guys that are 22, and you need to take two years to develop them. Now they're 24. These guys, these te- the teams that we're trying to compete with have guys just as good as them, and they're freaking 20. Mm-hmm. So that is but that's that's never gonna we're not even gonna come close. We need to get guys at least good enough by the time they're 22, 23. Not wait till the 24, 25 and hope and pray that they're they're healthy for a fucking World Cup. You know, we need to, you know, we're not gonna have any David Anuas or TT Lamasatelli's in this system. And that's and it's sure not gonna help. It's the hybrid. They're gonna be outside of the draft system. I, they're gonna I, be involved in this out well outside. I mean, we 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 drafted we developed Lamasatelli without a draft system. So we, because he signed for Saracens, he was in the Saracens Academy the whole fucking time. Right, and that's the that's the that's the only way you get a, end up with something like that. You know, the guys like Joe T and Blaine Scully are fucking rare. You know, they're those are super rare where they play football and then they come come good when mm-hmm. they're freaking. You know, but that's all we've had to rely on that and and foreigners. So this is this is just to me, it's a way to develop the professional game has nothing to do with the national side. This is just them saying, hey, let's get our league bigger. Let's get some headlines, yeah. And in the long run, I mean, this is, this is how leagues are built. You know, there's always going to be some, some, you know, the players have to get shit on, the owners have to lose some money to start, and, and they got to work together. And then they'll sort it out when, when they actually do become a viable league then there's reason to change. Yeah. But, but right now it's not, it's not, it's not that developed keep, yet. You're telling me that if they find this to quote unquote work, they're going to finally, they're going to stop doing it in 10 years. I don't know because yeah. there's, this is because there's still players that are available outside the draft. Again, I say don't this start, isn't, start to begin with. Just get your, get your coaching, right? Get your academies set up so that the, that you yeah, can get some headlines, content. get people interested. Give you know, I'm going to watch zero seconds of this draft. Promise. Hey, but it's something to do. Uh, listen, I'm bored out of my mind. I'm still <laughs> watching zero seconds of this fucking thing. Well, who knows what the? I don't know how they're going to produce it. I think it's just they're just going to probably release live. the results. Yep, oh yeah, 
Oh, yeah. You fucking do. No, uh, it's not something that I think is going to work. It's going to, it's going to, it's a headline grabber at best. It's going to be a detriment to some of these players because they're going to, they're just going to be, you know, if I'm going from freaking Arizona to New England, I'm going to know nobody. That's miserable life. Oh, and I have to go play for a shit house club like fucking us. Are you kidding me? No way. No fucking way. I well, would that's what they're, but they know what they're, they're going into it with open eyes. They know what they're doing. They don't, like they know how, I don't think they do. I don't think MLR is presenting this the, the way that we that they should. I don't think they're giving them all the facts. I think they're just saying, hey, you get to play for this team that picks you. No, you do not. You have to be developed for at least a couple of years to be professional grade ready. And so we'll see. Gonna, I, I don't, I, I don't know because I haven't seen any of the communications, but they, maybe they did do that. I don't know. Yeah, they're, um, not, they're, not, they're not touting it because they're calling it the stars of tomorrow. This is not no. the stars of tomorrow. This is no. – this, this is, is this is your the backups in your program of tomorrow at best. Yeah. So no, this is not the they're they're completely falsifying this thing. Uh, good God, somebody give me a fucking goddamn phone number that I can call and cuss <laughs> out at this at this point. Anyway, I don't agree with it. I think it's going to be a, a, an unfortunate flop, and this is a misstep that has already occurred. Where we have a team that friggin' was supposed to be a founding member that's jumped already, like. This is one more misstep in this year, and it sucks. You know, so it is what it is. Yeah. All right. Um, let's move on to games behind closed doors because uh, this is a wide subject. This is not a rugby subject. This is a wide subject right here. Um, it's – so those that didn't – that are not soccer fans, the German soccer league kicked off. and I am not a soccer fan, and I watched that shit. So. It, was, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Really fucking weird. You had to watch it for the experience, if nothing else. Yeah, like it was really odd. But um, – and we had this conversation about, you know, these – and I will say that um, soccer fans are a different breed. Holy crap, though. They'll, they'll go anywhere you tell them to and do, <laughs> and do it all day long and do it with a fucking half a pint in their hand at all times. Um but I just, as far as these big stadiums that are currently dormant that aren't, you know, having any activities done in them right now, um, if we if, if we have these events and we find that, hey, watching it at home ain't so terrible and I didn't just spend mm-hmm. fucking $200 at a whack, um, is this going to present a problem somewhere down the road here for, yeah. you know, especially American sports? Well, so... Here's here's the interesting thing. So yeah, we were t- yes, this is a, a subject that's near and dear to my heart right now because we're seeing a lot of teams and leagues ask players to reduce their salaries. Once uh, we saw that with Premiership, apparently I, I saw a rumor that that might be a permanent request or a request for a permanent uh, change in salary. Hmm. Um, we're seeing that in base in baseball in America, the the, uh, the the clubs are asking teams they're trying to sort some sort of plan out. Um, isolate themselves in some desert like Arizona or something and just play mm-hmm. all the games then. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's like, and play them in an empty stadium, stuff like that. It's like, you know, a lot of these owners, they, and they're doing it at a reduced salary, but it's like the players are still playing the same games. They're still taking the same risks. They're taking even more risks. Now it's a, it's a pandemic. Why would you make them take less money? Uh, but it's exactly that. If, if those stadiums aren't filled and the fans say, you know what, this is a better product on TV because now you don't have the in-game commercials, right? Or like, you know, the, the, between play commercials. You don't have this and that. Yeah. It's just a game. Um, right. There's no fan shots or anything like that. Everything, everything just has to be the game. Now all of a sudden it's going to be just the TV deal that, that makes everybody the money 
because fans are like, you know what? I'll just watch this on TV. Like, yeah, if I go to a game here or there, that'll be fine, but I'm not going to have season tickets. Why bother? I can watch all the games here. Um, And I mean, and I think this comes, uh, I mean, it comes down to owners being, well, not a lot of, not, there aren't many owners that I, that I um, hold in high praise in a, for a lot of these teams. No. Really. Because um, here we go. So here we are. And I don't know what, what it is in other countries, so I can only speak for the way it goes in the United States. There's one stadium that has been built, but that is currently used and owned by a professional team or has the rights to whatever the fuck you want to call it, that was built by the owner's money alone, and it just got built. And that's it. Everything else is built by either the city or the state. Mm-hmm. And that's with taxpayer money. But they make all the profit off of it. Right. And, the, and they, they, it's all a, a game anyway because they say, oh, we'll, we'll provide all these jobs back to the economy. So people have to work the gate and, and work the stadium while we, while we do it. And then they contract it out to these um, companies that give it to – so like I, I know my wife's been involved in that and several rugby clubs have volunteered mm-hmm. to go and work the concession stands. And the club gets like $100 a person, uh, not even, maybe like $60 a person, um, depending on how many. And it's like, yeah, you bring 12 people and it's the, 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 the clubs that the teams are making are all that money off of the concessions, but they're paying out dirt because it's all just for, you know, donations to charity, tax write-offs. Mm. So they're not even doing what they say they're going to do. Um, Right. But the, the owners are making bank off of it, like Jerry mm-hmm. World down in Dallas. You know, if that that stadium suddenly becomes worthless because fans decide they don't really need to go to a game, that like, you know, his multi-billion-dollar organization is now only worth one billion dollars. Right. And now he, we have to feel bad for Jerry he built, Jones. He built like basically a high school high school football stadium with the money that he got from from being the Dallas Cowboys owner, basically. You know. Right. And that's that's the practice facility that they have down there. Um, it, yeah, it, it passes as a pretty damn nice high school football stadium, which is ridiculous to think about, you know. So it's mm-hmm. – and, you know, and for me, it's like – here's the other thing. Live sport experience. I can't say that football is at the top of my list. NFL football. Oh, it's not. It's a terrible game to go to live. Yeah. It's horrible. I, I have to say I got a little more rowdy at a New England Revolution game than I did at an NFL mm-hmm. game. And that's and yeah. because, you know, the atmosphere that those types of fans bring is there's a lot of chanting, there's a lot of singing, there's a lot of there's a lot of good energy being put out by some of these fans. Whereas mm-hmm. at NFL NFL, good lord, if you ever hear if you don't hear a fuck you every five seconds, good lord, good god. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, and it's also like, yeah, it's, it's incredibly aggressive, but it's also changes depending on the, you know, the who's got possession or where the ball is and all mm. this stuff. You know, there's times when it's like, okay, now you have to cheer. Now you have to be quiet. Like there's mm-hmm. a little bit of that. Right. And then there's like, but you don't know any information. Like I was at a game where a starting quarterback broke his ribs and nobody knew in the stands because they didn't really say, I don't know that shit. <laughs> but like, right. So it's like, Hey, where'd that guy go? And like, I don't know. And then you won't find out. So you're like on the drive home and you're like, Oh, so-and-so right. broke his ribs. And it's like, Oh, well fucking they, somebody could have told us. Like, Right. I was at um, a Michigan football game and the, the guy that was supposed to be their quarterback coming up this year tore his ACL. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that. <laughs> I, yeah. was like, I was like, when, when did he do that on that touchdown run? Like he like dove for the corner and fucked it up then, I guess. 
Um, but yeah, so for me, that's not a, that's not a fun one. I, uh, you know, I like the baseball atmosphere only because it's relaxed. It's mm-hmm. not a, it's not super intense, and you can talk to your friend, have a beer, watch the game. Super chill, chill. yeah, it's, it's super chill, and I'm and I'm into that. I'm a, I'm good with that. Um, I'm not a huge NBA fan, but the one NBA game I went to was pretty fun. Yeah, I won't say I won't say that's that, that's wrong. Hockey, sign me. Fantastic. Up. I am all about that shit. Um, and then you know I've been to. <laughs> I was lucky enough to go to uh, a rugby match. In, yes, we were. In, in, well, I've been well, to I've been to one. Right. I've been to a pretty cool one in uh, that was at the World Cup in London. Yeah, fine, whatever. Fuck off. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, had, I had a I had a semi. Dude, we went to the Saris match in New Jersey. That was Shut also off. fun. That was also fun. I no, I was dude. That that match was so much fun. I was sitting. We we were sitting behind two. This is also the same weekend. I asked my wife to marry me. Um, we <laughs> were sitting behind two series fans and they were so into it and i was like yes this is so much fun uh yeah. like i you know it was just two it was two guys that were really into it but there was a the rest of the sex was pretty into it too you know yes there wasn't a great attendance but man everybody was into it right you know, everybody wanted one thing to you know they played london irish which everybody in new york was like oh i'm irish i'm gonna go cheer for them I'm like you're a fucking idiot but that's fine they, they lost anyway so it didn't matter um you know, but yeah, the Saracens fans, they, they, those were so much, they were so much fun. You and know, the crowd and, went, yeah, I just, yeah, I went to the, the uh, actually to see TT uh, when he was playing for the Eagles against the uh, Maori All Blacks. Right, right, right. Down in, in Philly. Um, that was a fantastic experience. Much better attended no than that, than the, the Saris match. But um, you'd expect that with it being the, the Eagles. The Eagles, yeah, right. And, uh, like I saw friends from like all over the Eastern seaboard at this, at this mm. match. And, and that was the one where, where the, the, we were doing the, the USA USA chant during the Hakka. Right. Um, yeah, and that's yeah, fun. And some Americans were like, Oh no, is that wrong? And <laughs> even the, the Kiwis were like, Listen, no, that was great. That's no, like want. that's what they, that's what they want. Cause right. um, who is it? The, the box will sing Ole and the, and mm-hmm. the, and the English will sing uh, swing love. Okay. So yeah, uh, it's... they should just make a giant V and walk towards them. Oh, that's what France does. <laughs> no, that's what the U.S. did. Oh, did they do it too? Oh, not the U.S. I'm sorry, that's what England did. Sorry, England did that. Oh, England also did Cup. that. That's true. That is true. Yeah, because well, because France did that the previous World Cup as well. Okay. In the final, oh. <laughs> they got fined for it, but that's right. <laughs> well, so did England. Yes, they did because they crossed the line. That's why. Right. So, um, yeah, there's a lot of um, there's a lot of good in-game experiences out there. Um, there are some owner, sports owners that I think should be prepared to take a hit. I don't know mm-hmm. if they will, but I think I, I wouldn't be shocked. All um, of them should. Sorry, like especially. Oh yeah, it's, it's your yeah, it's your players. Like you don't have a team without the players. Mm-hmm. This is what you signed up for. Like pay your players sorry if you know you have this league circumstances change but i mean most sports the 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 salary caps based around the tv deal anyway so everything else is just over you know yeah just on top of what they're they're Mm -hmm. already earning so it's it's already a license to print money so i I don't really want to hear it about owners oh we might not make as much money this year or i might lose a little bit of money <laughs> oh you wait you won't make a billion dollars this year right. please let me play you the world's smallest violin right fuck you dude super super <laughs> fucking sorry it must be fucking nice it must be fucking nice <laughs> um yeah so uh sorry owners if you have an like and you know rugby struggles only because it's a new sport but mm-hmm. like nfl football go fuck yourself sorry 
Yeah. Like, you guys have got more money than God knows what. So please spare me. Spare me. Even the freaking crappy teams have a shitload of money. So like, get out of here. Go on. Go on. You know, there's no threat of relegation. You make money no matter what because it's all shared. You know. Yeah. Look at us. Our our uh, our mood is obviously you know not terribly softened during this time. <laughs> no, it hasn't changed a whole lot. <laughs> I think we're both like super extra grumpy right now. <laughs> this has been great. <laughs> we gotta let it out, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> Fuck all of you people out there. No. <laughs> Just <laughs> oh, you're all annoying me. I can't see you or talk to you. Fuck you. <laughs> you're cool. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. This is true. Alright, so we got rugby on the we got rugby on the return, man. Yeah. We got rugby on the return. It's on fun. the horizon. We got um we got New Zealand rugby kicking off. I can't wait. Uh, beginning this, of next month, it's gonna, gonna be, be a lot of fun. There. Australia rugby could uh, could be joining them as well. It, it looks like. Think if, if the Highlanders, you know, took the time to kind of pull their heads out of their asses, this could be like the best five team division like ever. Because mm. yeah. shit, those teams are good. Especially with the, the speed demon that is Bowden Barrett. Oh yeah, crushing that Bronco. Yep, I think he's ready to play again, huh? Uh, I think the long <laughs> layoff. Missing. I think the long layoff has done something to spice it up for him. Big so the time. Blues are the Blues are back. Uh, yeah, do, the, yeah, they 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 could be a sneaky favorite. Yeah, they could be because they, they were good be without good. him. They could be quite good. Yeah, you know, uh, they got the Iwani uh, brothers and oh. him, and yeah, as long as they. Oh wait, <laughs> we're missing one piece there though. <laughs> And any, and the, no, they don't have anybody to give the ball to to their guys. Oh uh, well, there's that too. There's Look, the, this is small problem. There. <laughs> Look, yeah, Knox. hope Sam Knox. You're gonna take that playing. ball and you're gonna put it right fucking there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's it. So, That's all you do. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. So it'll be it'll be fun. I, I I'm I'm looking forward to it. Um, I am too. It's gonna be a lot of fun to to watch these these five teams go at it. Um, obviously, my Hurricanes are gonna be. Uh, chomping at the bit they got mm-hmm. but, and they, they might get Artie back which would be mm-hmm. awesome <laughs> wow wow that was like oh wow yeah they could yeah remember because been... we thought we were like oh Artie's not going to play this year and then right. it's like well it's been like eight months right? yeah <laughs> yeah that was oh yeah so they could get Artie Savea back which will Damn. he'll probably play eight which means everybody else needs to look the hell out <laughs> yeah um, it'll be interesting. And then, like I said, Australia could be back. I think this – I don't know if the Sunwolves got approved to play in that league or not. They wanted to. Right. They wanted to. I know that. So, I don't know if they got approved that'd in that or not. If they could, yeah. I think that would be a great – I mean, yeah, this would be a shitty final year for that franchise. Jeez. Mm-hmm. I'd feel terrible for them. Um, so, hope that, hopefully that gets gets going. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think we're going to see a lot of Premiership rugby the rest of the year or Champions Likely Cup. I, th- I think we're going to see – the season end uh, end as is either without a champion and with the Saracens getting relegated only because that was a previously decided mm. matter, yeah. or um, they may, they may just crown an extra champion with an asterisk, whatever, which would be ironic as shit. It would that, be <laughs> because that's what Tony Rowe keeps friggin' bitching about the Saracens. It should have an asterisk. Eh, fuck you. And there's your own. <laughs> Guess what? You get one. Although the, the I mean, come on with their their new attack, open style of play. Um, they they were gonna win. I think they were gonna, gonna win. win. I, oh yeah, I think they were gonna win too. I think I would have been curious. Northampton could have given them a given him a, a challenge a little bit. I would I would have really been curious to see who who gave him a shot at the final because that would have been a very interesting match. 
Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I don't, it's, it is unfortunate, but uh, yeah, I don't think we'll see that. I think the champions cup will be vacant and you're going to see people figure out, you know, it, it's, uh, it's going to be up to the leagues to determine who goes into champions cup Yeah. next year. Uh, I think you'll, uh, they may just take the current standings and when, which if you just fell out of the champions cup spot in the last couple of weeks, that sucks. But it, it it's, oh, it, there's a lot sad. of leagues. There's a lot of um, soccer leagues that are making those types of decisions right now. And some teams mm-hmm. were very upset. You know, some teams were in the relegation spot or rege- relegation spots because some leagues have more than one. Um, they were in that spot for no more than a week or two. And it's like, oh. I mean, look at that means Bath. Oh, Bath would make the uh, the Champions Cup mm. over Queens. Interesting. Oh, really? That'd be too bad. With the Quins having the seven number and, seven and Glo- yeah, Quins at seven, Gloucester at nine. Oh wow, no Gloucester, out. huh? No. So what would it look like? One to th- one to six. One to six. Chiefs, Sharks, Bears, Saints, Wasps, and Bath. Wasps would be get back in that, eh? Interesting. Yeah. I mean, they are they are a previous champion before, so it's not like it would be an unusual sight to see Wasp back in there. No, but I mean they're also at six and seven, which is crazy. <laughs> right. Uh, that, that middle that mid table from like three all the way down to like freaking nine was like eight points. Yeah. Almost. It was ridiculous. It was right. Re- so. Yeah. So if you look at yeah three uh, thirty eight to twenty eight from three till so eight. ten points and then f- but five five to eleven well, five to yeah five to nine is it's all within seven points. Wow. So that's the, those were all within your shot of a Champions Cup spot. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks. Oh, well, I mean, Hell, but yeah. Listen, nobody expected this. No, it's not and like kind of roll with it like that. That hey, you know. You you wanna you wanna be in the Champions Cup? You gotta like be there now. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's you, you you can't really complain too much about that. Yeah. Don't yeah. Uh, don't flop so hard in the middle right. of your season. Gloucester. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Gloucester being four and nine. Uh, it's a me, bit of a is a bit of a head scratch. I'll give you that one. Right. Um, and only two hundred sixty eight points four. Um, yeah, that's matches. not that's so, not what they did last year. No. That's not what got them there last year. I mean, that was Exeter have. 390 points for. <laughs> and yeah, if they, we look at they learned how to turn it on. Hold on, let me see if I can find the step the the previous year. Exeter scored yeah, 630 the year before. Okay. So they're 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 still a little bit on pace. Uh Gloucester on pace scored to do a little better. Yeah. Yeah, 587. Wow. And yeah, 587 to what a 268. Hmm. Yeah, that's you know, in 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 more than double the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not a good rate for them. No. No, not in terms of that at least. Um, let's see. How much time we've been we've been on this thing? Oh, yeah. a little under an hour. Okay. Um, that's a can of worms that I'm not going to open then. Um, we will be back for more more recently because uh, in uh, the near future because we will have rugby soon and it'll be so much fun. I can finally wait. watch rugby on the t- on the telly again because right. I've been watching replays and. Yeah, I've been watching replays of the club, and it's uh, uh, it's been boring. You know, I've I've been bored out of my. It's been it's been for me because I've been watching with my high school team, my high school kids. Mm-hmm. Um, God, uh, can I just give um, Brookline High School rugby a shout out? The seniors that did not get a season this year, absolutely. Oh man, I and all the kids in Massachusetts and, and yeah. rugby world worldwide that didn't get a senior season this year. Um, and yeah. any sport. Fuck, yeah, let's be inclusive sport. here. Yeah, Because it sucks. I've been walking around the neighborhood seeing a lot of, you know, seniors 2020, like, mm, for, like yeah, you know, softball and, and, and some other seasons. And I'm just it's like, just, 
Oh man, yeah. that would suck. If that was what I wanted to do, mm-hmm. you know, like I, if I had lost my senior year football season, oh, I know. like, you know, co-captain, like all that stuff, like I would have been, that would have, oh yeah. So yeah. I, I, my, my heart does go out to kids like that. Yeah. The kids, Ferda. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll, I'll give, um, I'll give my, one of my captains, Kobe, a little special mention. He's started um, mm-hmm. our, our top side for, this would have been four years for him all four years wow. of high school. And, and if you're, if, if you're not from this country, you don't know how hard that fucking is that to, for the yeah. sport um, to smart for, start for four years and be good. He's, he's very, he's been good all four, all, well, for the first three years, he would have been good this year too. So, absolutely, um, good. you know, special, special mention to, to my captain Kobe, because yeah. uh, I love him. He's a good, he's a great kid. And I just, I feel terrible. That I've seen him play a couple of times and yeah, he, he, he's uh, I mean, look, he's ready for the, the next level but at the same time like there's there's that the experience of of being one of the few that's ready yeah yeah yeah. and being one of the few that's ready for that like it's so much fun yeah he's so he's going to um uh iowa community college i think it's division one double a all right so here which is you know high-ish level in college not not top level but still pretty high um He's and he's gonna he's gonna have a great time there, and he's gonna he's gonna do some he's gonna do some damage. And, yeah, he is. Uh, I'm I'm the biggest I'm I'm now the biggest fan of that of that school right now. <laughs> <laughs> so it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. But um, yeah. So just a little mention to that. Other than that, um, it's been this is this is good. I'm glad we got to back got back to this. Me too. Rugby is coming. <laughs> it's gonna be so much fun. Um, until we do next time. Anything else that I missed? Uh, nothing for now. Okay. Stay safe out there, everyone. Yeah, please. Be smart. Don't be fucking dumb. Be smart. No, no being dumb. Because the dumber people, like, let me get this out of my system a second. Go ahead. But the Go people, ahead. you see all the people at these reopen things and, and, and all these people going to, to the beach and shit like that. It's people like that, that, that are ended up taking these, you know, like kids like Kobe's season mm-hmm. who are like, you know, we we you know whatever we want to do matters and that doesn't you know whatever they're going to keep that this disease going in this country and make sure that that even more people are affected um not only you know sports wise but it's, you know it's going to kill people like this is yeah, not that, but which is way worse <laughs> right and but we're all and, but we're just not going to see sport until these people decide you know no it's not going to return to normal until these people decide to pull their heads act responsibly their yeah, yeah for sure Pull your finger out of your ass. Um, no, I I agree. I agree. Yeah, we need to we need to be smart. Wash your hands. Wear a goddamn mask. Stay inside don't, when you can. Right. Don't, don't go out unless you need moron. to. And don't be a fucking moron unless you absolutely one hundred percent have to go somewhere. Right. Okay. Okay. All right. So other than that, um, we will catch Good you next enough. time. We'll, we'll try. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Uh, we'll catch you guys probably in a couple of weeks uh, when we get a little bit closer to the um, to the kickoff of our, of our of more rugby, and more it'll be a rugby. Lot, it'll be a lot of fun, and we're gonna we're gonna enjoy the hell out of this as much as we can now that we know it's 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 a gift. It's no longer something we can take for granted. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. So until then, we will talk to you guys again. Thank you so much for coming along, and we'll talk to you soon. Have a good one. Later. Later.